Did you know that running a business, growing a business, all things business don't have to be hard? And you're probably thinking, yeah, right. Like I'm, I'm trying to grow a business. It's not all that easy. But the thing is, is we hear this all the time and we start believing it. And then we create this self-fulfilling prophecy where business is actually hard. So then it becomes a belief and a program that dictates how we act. And the thing is, is business doesn't have to be hard. I know from experience, my first business, I made it harder than it needed to be. Just like I see my clients and prospective clients doing the exact same thing. We have these belief systems, we have these ideas, we have these thoughts about how business has to be difficult. And there's so many reasons around this, but the big thing is, is it doesn't have to be. You can get off that struggle bus and get to a place of ease and flow in your business business, where making money doesn't just get to be easy, but it gets to be fun. And what's the point of having a business if it's not fun? Because nobody started a business to work more and make less and actually dread the work they do. If we wanted to do that, we could have stayed in that soul-sucking day job. So let's dive into today's episode where I'm going to show you how to go from that struggle, that Ugh, I don't want to do this to that ease and flow. We're making money, doing the work, all of it feels good to you, and it is possible. So let's go dive in. Are you over all that one size fits all and hustle culture bullshit that actually isn't getting you the results you truly desire in your business? If so, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur Podcast, where we chat about all things mindset and business that actually help you make big money in your online business while working less hours. And who doesn't want that? I'm your host, Jen Goodfriend, a successful six-figure business and mindset strategist and recovering type A overachiever who now enjoys doing things the easy way. I live the chill country life and have a passion for all things furry and cute. Join me each week as I share more than a decade of experience in the entrepreneurial world and how you too can make way more money while actually working less. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. And I am so fired up today about today's episode because I hate it when people out there say things like, oh, business is so hard and you have to work super hard. You have to put in the hours. You have to hustle all of that bullshit because I bought into that in my first business and all it resulted in was me burning out, resenting my business, not wanting to do it and just walking away. And I don't want to see that for you. So today I want to share with you how to get off that struggle bus and get into the ease and flow of having a business that you love, that makes you money, that feels good because that is available to you. There is no rule that says business has to be hard. The only person who's telling you that is you, your own mind, the people around you, and you're believing those things. And by believing those things people are saying to you, you're actually making it hard on yourself. Trust me, that's what I did to myself. In my first business, the first six months were actually really easy. Like I got... I think it was my first three or four or five clients within the first six months. And it wasn't all that hard. I leveraged my existing network. I um, worked with some partners back in the day. I did all the things that I knew to do to get results. And I got those results and they were relatively quick. But then I remember saying to myself, oh, well, this is easy. 
And as soon as I did that, my mind was like, hell no, it is not easy. You are programmed to believe business is hard and success is hard and six figures is hard and all those things. So what happens then is all of a sudden my mind goes, that's not a belief we believe in. So then my mind goes to work to change the way I did things in business. All of a sudden, getting clients became hard. Doing the work became hard because in my mind, I was programmed to believe that it was hard. So I was making it hard on myself. These are what we call self-fulfilling prophecies. That's why when you say things like life sucks, I'll never get out of debt. I can't make money. I'll never make six figures. It's not that that's the truth. It's that you're saying those things to yourself. Your mind is taking those as truth. And then it's creating the, the events and the actions and the procrastination and all those things that result in you seeing that and not being able to get the success, which then your mind goes, see, I told you so. See, this is the truth. When really it isn't the truth. It's the fact that your mind has made it the truth. But consciously, we can shift things. We can change things. And I see this all the time time. All of a sudden, women realize that they're doing this to themselves and they consciously say, I don't want to. They do the mindset work. They do the business work. And all of a sudden they're getting success and they're going, you know what? That's true. I can have success. You know what? I can be as successful as I want. This isn't a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm not going to allow it to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So let me ask you, are you going to make this idea that business is hard, that business is a struggle, that you can't make six figures, you don't have enough education, you're not smart enough, all that other crap that you and other people are saying, are you ready to not make that a self-fulfilling prophecy? Let me hear a big hell yes. So if that's the case, then let's dive in to some things that you can do in your business right now to help you go from struggle to ease. And the first one, and this is the most important, is you have to do what you love, not just what you're good at. This is the biggest mistake I made in my first business. I have a degree in business with a major in finance, minor in marketing, and I am amazing at numbers. I can crunch numbers. I can look at facts and figures. I used to analyze multi-million dollar businesses, and I was excellent at it, but I hate it. Like literally, I hate crunching numbers all day. I hate staring at facts and figures and spreadsheets. It just doesn't light me up. But I did it because I was good at it. And I did it because people expected those things from me. It was that expectation of, oh, well, if Jenna is going to have a business, which my family and friends thought I was crazy for to start with, but if Jen is going to do that, at least it's doing something we know she's good at. It's, you know, it's the expectation of that's the kind of business I would start. So I did it because of the expectations of others, even though it didn't light me up. Even though I was amazing at it, it didn't light me up. And because it didn't light me up and I wasn't so passionate about it, I just had this ho-hum, okay feeling about it. So on those harder days, on the struggling days, I was wanting to give up. I was finding it difficult. But now in my business, I love helping other people. That is literally what I have loved to do since I was a child. I just was that person that everyone went to for advice. Everyone came to when they needed that extra boost, that pick-me-up. They just, anyone, I was just that person. I was everyone's go-to. And now I get paid to do that. 
And I love it so much that I could never, ever tire of it. So that's why it's important to find and create a business that you absolutely love. And ask yourself, if money was no object, what would I want to do with the rest of my life? How would I want to make money? How would I want to show up every day? How would I want to help people? Ask yourself those questions. I know many people that are very artistic and they're like, oh, I would just do artistic stuff. And they become amazing graphic designers, marketing people. I know others like myself who love helping people and they become the most amazing coaches in their specific zone of genius. That one thing that they love helping the most on. So ask yourself this, what do you love to do that you could wake up every morning excited to do? And start with that. Make sure your business revolves around that because that is the key. That means you are going to be so lit up, so excited, and you're actually going to want to do it every day. And that's a big part of it. And then the second thing is you then need to work with your strengths. And this is really important. So just because you absolutely love something, you need to ask yourself, is this something I'm really good at? Because not always is things that we absolutely love are best thing. I know so many people that, you know, I like art. I like to draw. I like to be artistic once in a while. I like to create things in Canva. Am I amazing at it? Hell no. Could I make a living doing that? Oh, absolutely not. Like, I am not a graphic designer. I enjoy doing it, but it doesn't mean I should be doing it. So ask yourself, what are your strengths? Do you absolutely love designing ads? Do you like doing graphic design? Do you like being artistic? Great. And are you good at it? And if it's a strength, then go for it. And then ask yourself, even outside of what you love to do, what are your strengths? Because these can tie in then to what it is that you love to do. So maybe you are really artistic and you love to draw and you love doing artsy things, but then your strength is that creative mind, that seeing things other people can't see, that ability to just take people's ideas and create something amazing. Is that a strength of yours? For me, my strength is just this amazing knowingness. I've got this intuitive um just part about me that where things just come through, these ideas, these thoughts that just blow my clients' minds. It's crazy. I'll be sitting down with a client and all of a sudden we're talking about a program and just ideas flow from me. I'm like, have you thought about this, this, and this? And they're like, oh my God, that's like the perfect idea. I've been struggling with this. How did you come up with it? And so it's using those strengths. So I'm very intuitive. I'm very empathetic. I'm very caring and listening. And as a coach and as a consultant, those things come in really handy. So I use those strengths in my favor. And then at the same time, you need to also look at your weaknesses because you don't want a business where you have to rely on those weaknesses on a regular basis. Like say you're like me, or not like me, and you hate numbers, and you hate facts, and you hate figures, and you can't do them, and you're not good at them, but yet you want to be, say, a business strategist who's you know, helping people and looking at their numbers and looking at their facts and figures, but that's a weakness of yours. Maybe that doesn't work. Or say another example like me, I am not very artistic. I like to be artsy sometimes. Mine is more crafty artsy, more sewing, more that, more less than drawing. Like 
I, I can draw stick figures. Like that's the extent of my artsy side other than computer graphics. But imagine that I was going to try and be all artsy and I was going to try and do that and incorporate it in my business. It wouldn't work because it's my weakness. So weaknesses take longer to do. They drain our energy more. So ask yourself, what are my weaknesses and how can I incorporate that in my business in a way that I don't have to do those things. Like if you're not very organized, if you hate doing emails, doesn't mean that your business doesn't have to do these things, but it's, uh, these are the first things you want to outsource. So if you have opportunity, hiring a VA, hiring assistant, hiring somebody to help you out with these things, having a business where you don't have to do these things a lot, looking at those things because you don't want to be running a business that has a lot of your weaknesses in it because it's going to make it more difficult. It's going to make it harder. And then number three, and this maybe is even more important than the other two, is stop listening to everyone else and start listening to yourself. I've paid tens of thousands, if not over $100,000 in mentors over the year, plus my education. I have two degrees, all of this stuff. And do you know what? A lot of times I go against the advice of what the experts, you know, quote, air quotes, say because it doesn't feel good to me. So no matter if you're paying coaches, consultants, you're reading books, you're listening to the experts, if it doesn't feel good to you, just don't do it. And this is something I really had to learn because for the first 30 years of my life, I, I pushed my intuition aside, that gut feeling, all that stuff. I got so good at shoving it aside that it just didn't even pop up anymore. I didn't know what intuition was. I didn't know what those gut feelings were because they just didn't show up anymore. Because our mind, our body gets to a point where if we don't listen, it just shuts itself off and it's just not there. So I really had to work on this in my business. And I found that the more I listened to myself and what felt good and what I wanted, the more successful I became. Yes, I had mentors and I had them for their great ideas and their mentorship and their support. But ultimately, what I decided to do was up to me. And then that meant I had to be vocal about those things. I had to tell my mentor, this does not feel good to me. And I tell my clients that all the time. When we're working together, if I give you advice, if I give you a suggestion, if it does not feel good to you, if it doesn't light you up, you need to tell me. And then we can tweak it. We can adjust it to make it so that you're excited about it. Because if you're not excited and lit up about these ideas, whatever it is, you're not going to do them. So you need to learn to listen to yourself and express how you feel to tell your mentors, to tell the people you're working with, even if it's outside service providers. If you're working with a freelance graphic designer to do some social media stuff for you, but you're not super lit up by what they're providing you, you need to say it. And if you're getting that gut feeling that this isn't the right coach, this isn't the right person to be working with, this isn't the right feel, what I'm looking for, you need to listen to that and you need to speak up and you need to say something. Because when you listen to your intuition and those gut feelings and those ideas that come out of nowhere, that's when you're going to be most successful. I get some of my most amazing ideas in the shower when I'm first waking up in the morning, when I'm out having fun. And I always have uh, my phone nearby so I can take notes because those are the ideas that make me the money. Those are the ones that people love the most. Those are the ideas that get the most attention. So take time to start listening to yourself. 
to listen to what's going to work for you. And this also ties into getting yourself a good mentor. Really work with someone who feels good to you, who you can vibe with, who seems to understand you, who just gets you. Don't just hire somebody because, oh, such and such said they're great, or, oh, they're telling me they're making millions and they're getting this, all this success. Don't listen to that. Listen to yourself. Find the people that you resonate with, that sound like you, that have what you want, that you know you just get that good vibe from. Go with those people. But again, you're paying these people to work with them. So if something doesn't feel good, question them. Ask questions. Ask them to clarify. Ask if you can shift and tweak. And if a mentor comes back and says, no, you have to do it my way because I've had mentors like this. Trust me, I literally hired one mentor. Uh, it was a six-month container. I paid a shit ton of money. This isn't the other one I've talked about before where I ended up firing her. This is a different one. And it was literally, it was you have to use this specific email marketing program. You have to use Facebook ads and you have to use this connector for your Facebook ads. And you have to call people. Like literally she wanted me to get phone numbers and be calling people. And you have to do this and you have to do this. And it, her formula, literally you had to follow her exact formula. There was no tweaking. There was no adjusting. It was, here's this one size fits all. You have to do it exactly as I tell you to. Even if it feels good, do it anyway. You'll get the success. Um, no, it didn't work that way. I didn't get the success because it didn't feel good and it felt sleazy and slimy and I didn't end up doing it. And it just was a waste of money. And my intuition was telling me something saying you shouldn't have, but this is still back in the day when I was working on my intuition, it still wasn't like where it is today. So just know not all mentors are created equal. You don't have to listen to everything they say. And if they don't like you questioning things, like this mentor didn't like me questioning things, then you don't want to work with that person. You want to walk away. You want to find someone else. And just ask those questions when you're talking to new mentors, when you're looking at working with someone. I have no problems with people asking me 20 million questions asking me like, how do you handle this situation? How would you handle this? What do you, you know, do you have a one size fits all? Do you have a specific formula? Do you want me to follow? Or is it more ebb and flow and go with the flow? Like, how does it work? And finding that person that you resonate with, that you feel is going to be the right mentor and then going with that. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts, the practical side, but I want to give you guys a bonus tip as well. And when it comes to going from struggle to ease in your business, and I touched on this a little bit, it's about mindset because mindset is key because as long as you believe that making money is hard, that being successful isn't available to you, that you're not worthy, you're not deserving, or whatever other limiting belief or multiple limiting beliefs like I had are telling you that you can't have it, that are making it harder for you to achieve your goals, you need to work through those. You need to do the surface work. You need to do the deeper work. You need to do whatever it takes to remove those beliefs that are getting in your way. Because like me in my first business, as, as long as I had that belief that making money is hard, that it couldn't get to be easy, that I wasn't worthy of making more than six figures and all that other bullshit I was telling myself in those limiting beliefs, you're not going to allow yourself to get success. You're going to hold yourself back. We self-sabotage. We procrastinate. We maybe make more money and then we don't make any money. Those are all signs that you have a mindset issue. And as long as you have those limiting beliefs and those mindset things saying, this isn't available, you can't do this, you're not going to allow it to be easy. 
So you have to do the deeper, that mindset work, the the more intuitive, the, the inner work, because success starts from the inside. We can have all the tools, all the strategies, everything we need, but if mindset is not where it needs to be, we're going to put a glass ceiling on ourselves. And that glass ceiling says you're only worthy of X amount of money, and you're never going to allow yourself to make more than that. So mindset is key. Always be working on your mindset. Always be removing those limiting beliefs and always be doing that work because it's not just about the strategy. You need the mindset to back up the strategy to help you get there, to help you believe in yourself and to help block out all that noise, the noise from yourself, the noise from others. And when you do that, the success gets to be so much easier. When I told my mind and reprogrammed my mind to say, business doesn't have to be hard, guess what? Business wasn't hard. I allowed myself to make it easy. I allowed myself to work less. I allowed myself to be more productive. I allowed myself to charge more and do all the things I needed to do to make more money while working less hours. And isn't that ultimately what we all want, that time and financial freedom? And this is the key. So just a quick recap. Number one, you have to do what you love. Build your business around what you love to do. Number two, it also needs to work with your strengths. So not only do you have to love what you do, but you also have to be good at it. And then number three, stop listening to everyone else and start listening to yourself. Start learning to tune into your intuition, to go with your gut, to follow with what feels good to you because your inner gut is not going to lead you wrong most of the time. Sometimes we misread it and that's okay, but it's learning and it's growing and building it, it's like a muscle. The more we use it, the stronger it gets, the more, you know, the more in tune it's going to get and the less it's going to lead us wrong. And then bonus, it's all about the mindset. When you remove those limiting beliefs, when you remove those other negative thoughts that others have put upon you, it as does actually get to be easy, so much easier. And if you want some help, if you want to remove the two biggest limiting beliefs that are common in most women, the money blocks and the self-worth, those are the two that every woman I have ever worked with in business has had. And these are the two biggest ones that hold you back from making the kind of money that you desire, then I invite you to head over and grab my amazing course. We're going to dive into these two very specific blocks using the power of hypnotherapy to quickly and easily remove them. And the great thing, it's only $99. So if you're wanting to remove these blocks, if you're wanting to start making more money now, because you're going to see the results when you do this work, Head over to the show notes and click on the link and head over and purchase it now. And there's a payment plan option available as well. So if you can't make $100 work for you, there's another option. Head over, check it out. But I want to see you guys succeed. And mindset really is the key to success. So if you want to go from struggle to ease in your business, start working on these things today. Start creating that business that you love, that lights you up, and that makes you a shit ton of money because you are allowed to have that. You are allowed to be wealthy and abundant and successful. It is all available to you. So start believing it and go out and achieve it. And that's it for me today, guys. I will see you back here again next week for another episode.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're wanting more great free advice, head over and follow me on Instagram at the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur and links are in the show notes. Go out and have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you.